I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Recording, everybody. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to Black Girls on the Rose. Wait, girl, what you watching? <laughs> I'm like, is this Patreon exclusive or no? <laughs> no, it's for everybody. everybody it's for everyone. Listening. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome hello, to Girl, everyone. what you watching? Yes, where we spill the tea on what we're currently watching on TV. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And okay, I'm very excited this episode. Nate and I breezed through The Bear, season one and two. Oh, did you? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Literally started it. I was just trying to think about this. Last I think we started like Thursday. It's now. Really? We finished it yesterday. Wow. Oh, so okay. Breezed through. So I'm going to talk to you about The Bear. Um, mm-hmm. And then we watched a really good movie over the weekend, The Holdovers. Um, both of these things are like cleaning up awards. So I was gonna like, say quality stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what D- Divine, Devine, Divine. She's yes. in the Idol. Yeah, she's, she's fabulous. Idol, yes. Oh my god, she's <laughs> such a good actress. Like, in the, yes, and the holdover. Yeah. She just won the Golden Globe for supporting. Yes. So. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, okay. So okay. Fabulous. So that's what I'm okay. talking about. What about you, friend? Awesome. You know what, friend? I'm still, I am not going to sit here and lie to you. I'm fresh out of therapy. Hello, everyone. I'm meeting everyone, (laughs) some of you, for the first time. And I've been in a pretty rough funk for the past, like, week and a half. I'm not going to lie to you. And I haven't been able to watch anything but um, Bob and Katya on uh, the Bold and the Beautiful podcast. um, (laughs) Talking about some. Wait, is that their new, is that a new podcast? Bob um, was sitting in for Trixie this week. Oh, Trixie got you. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> and it was absolutely hysterical. I should have been watching the Cat Williams interview. I should have been researching yeah. new things to watch. I should have been watching the Emmys. I should have been doing a fashion review. Uh, I cannot. Uh, I could only yeah. watch Bob and his fuzzy hat from Carol Channing <laughs> and Katya with her <laughs> gooning and baiting t-shirt talk about Simone Biles. <laughs> <laughs> Latch on to what brings you joy. It be like that don't sometimes. Feel, yeah, don't even feel no bad about it. Don't feel bad about it at all. And we've said it before. The best remedy remedy when you're in a funk is oh. some drag queens talking some something. something. <laughs> about anything. anything. Drag anything. anything. In person. Anything. Online. Yep. On TV. Online. Just YouTube drag, and that will bring yeah. you right out of whatever you got going on. So yeah. that is all good, friends. Did you catch him on Drag Race? Oh my God, I did. I could talk about it. I did. Okay. I did, of course. Yeah, yes. you can spoil it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fabulous. Oh, it's new okay. girls too, so that'll be good. Yeah. 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 
Lovely. Um, okay, well, before we dive into the recap, mm-hmm. the Emmys were yesterday. The Emmys! The Emmys were yesterday, so we're yes. going to talk a little fashion. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't watch, but I've been catching Me up on either. highlights and things. Yeah. So we have this handy little top 12 moments that we'll kind of chat through. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. To listen to our Juicy pre-show with all of our hot takes on the Emmys, of course, you got to join the Rose Garden over on Patreon. Head mm-hmm. to patreon.com slash number two black girls, number one rose to hear this exact episode with our Juicy pre-show about the Emmys. On Patreon, you can also listen to this episode ad-free. You can watch us on video, and don't forget, we are currently re-watching season one of Insecure. Yay! So exciting. Over on Two Black Girls Watch, our weekly reaction episode drops this Thursday on the Roast Dumps tier on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, try out a Patreon membership, seven-day free trial, you got none to lose. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Rose Garden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we're having a lot of fun over there. Mm-hmm. Okay, can I tell you about the bear? Please. It's also very fresh. Yeah. We just watched it or just finished last night. Um, so yeah, it's a quick watch. It's an easy watch and it's a quick watch. Okay. It's a uh, 30 minute episode. Some of them are like nice. 20 minutes. Like oh. some go up to like 45 or whatnot, but they, they're quick. You can run through them. Mm-hmm. And it's a comedy, it's a comedy drama. So it's not like a heavy, you know, mm. watch. Um, but yeah, the bear, it's on FX or Hulu. It's the show that's sweeping up all the awards. Mm-hmm. It's the show with uh, Jeremy Allen White. Everybody's talking about it. He's all over Calvin Klein, all that good stuff. So the story is, so season one, you meet this young chef prodigy, basically. His mm-hmm. name's Carmen or Carmi uh, Berzado. from like a little Italian family. Mm-hmm. And he inherits his family's um italian beef like sandwich shop Mm. after his older brother who runs the shop committed suicide what brother didn't leave a note didn't leave nothing just left him this restaurant that is riddled in debt the kitchen's a hot fucking mess (laughs) staff is a mess like and just plops it boom it's his now oh boy what makes it interesting is carmy um is a michelin star chef he's worked at and he's like a young he's like you don't know his age he's like in his 20s you want to say mm-hmm. uh, young prodigy he's been working at 11 madison park he worked at noma which is like the world's best restaurant in copenhagen oh okay. um i know <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> like i've never in my life had scandinavian food that can't be the you best food saying? in the fucking world the best food in the no world is a duck house on 42 mott street <laughs> As far as I'm concerned. <laughs> or any fucking restaurant in New Orleans. Like, you yeah, ain't gonna tell right? me that Noma in Copenhagen, I mean, better there. Like, nah. But it's a real restaurant. It's okay. always on, you know, best list, whatever, whatever, whatever. So he's worked at Loves and Masses Bar. He's worked at Nova. He's mm-hmm. a James Beard Award, whatever. He's, you know, done all this, you know, michelin high level fine dining type mm, stuff. Mm. um he's like super quiet he's down to earth he's not like a pretentious kind of in your face what you would think yeah he's right like a kid from chicago okay who just happened to be super super talented um so in season one you basically watch him trying to turn this kitchen around mm. while also dealing with his own like private you know pain and yeah. trauma from his brother's death and mm-hmm. dealing with his you know his his family as well um 
and him dealing with it but also not dealing with it he's also just like burying himself in the kitchen mm. and like trying to yeah. save this restaurant yeah. but of course he's of course dealing deep down with the you know the grief of his brother who mm-hmm. killed himself mm-hmm. um so that's carmy and then um there's so many other characters that are really fucking interesting which really makes the show it's like a great cast and team of characters mm. so io she plays sydney sydney joins the restaurant as his sous chef mm-hmm. she's also a young like super talented super driven like just super hype like en- enthusiastic chef she's mm-hmm. from chicago she's also worked in all the best restaurants but now has come back to chicago because she wants to work somewhere where she can really have an impact mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. be just like you know shucking oysters like all day long you mm-hmm. know in a mm-hmm. five, fine dining restaurant um but she's dealing with her own like self-doubt and she's also really young and she's coming into this kitchen with staff that's been there before so she's trying to like get their respect and she's also learning just how to be patient because she's so like enthusiastic and mm-hmm. Carmi's like chill the fuck out <laughs> like yeah. one thing at a time yeah. um so she's really interesting and their dynamic is cool Richie, aka cousin, he is n- not a blood cousin, but he's basically mm-hmm. cousin. Um, he's like the de facto manager. He was also Mikey, the brother who um, died, mm-hmm. Mikey's best friend. Mm. Richie, cousin, is a hot fucking mess. Like chaotic energy. He causes more problems than he actually fixes mm. them. Mm-hmm. He's like very resistant to change and mm-hmm. is like, this is how things were done. Now you're coming in and changing everything. But also he's not helping anything. <laughs> like he's just <laughs> a mess. He's trying to figure out his role in the restaurant too as things are changing. Mm-hmm. So just watching him try to do that brings a lot of comedic relief. Okay. But also you're like, just get out of the way. You're yeah. like a mess. Um. And then, and then, yeah, there's other kitchen staff. There's Marcus, who does the pastries. And so you see his development because he's excited. Now he's working under somebody who can really teach him something. Right, right. Um, t- yeah, Tina, she's like the old Hispanic lady who's like wants things to not change, gotta but she's one. finally being pushed. They got to have one. Every yeah. restaurant has an old Hispanic lady somewhere in the mm-hmm. mix. Yeah. yeah, she's in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like resistant to change, but she she slowly starts to welcome it because it's helping her just have higher expectations for herself and want better for herself as well. I have a question um, about this uh, mm-hmm. restaurant and the layout. Is this a restaurant that serves people or do you come and pick up your food at the register? Um, I think it's both. They have a couple tables in there. Couple it's tables. mostly a, a counter, come in, get your sandwich, but they do have some okay. tables. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then there's Sugar, which is Carmi's sister who lives in Boston or mm-hmm. not Boston, Chicago. Mm-hmm. And she just wants to make Car- sure Carmi's OK because mm. he's not dealing with his trauma at all. And then she also is traumatized as well and is trying to bond with anybody who wants to talk about our brother that just killed himself. Right. So she's also kind of like a figure around. Um, but yeah, season one is very much just kind of like introducing this world and what makes it really interesting is it's um just a real insight into like a local small business like a mom and pop shop yeah, the kind say. of corners they have to cut to stay yeah. in business this sounds like a you know somebody's already. selling yeah they're <laughs> yeah. selling coke out the back to oh, pay yeah. for the bill like oh yeah just, oh yeah fully yep. the 
the craziness of just trying to keep a one a restaurant afloat which everyone knows the restaurant business is like the business to not go into because mm-hmm. the chances are you are going to close mm-hmm. and fail mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but just the commitment to try to be committed to this business and the craziness of trying to keep the shit afloat literally day by day mm-hmm. like the episodes are very like a day in the life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like what's happening today in the kitchen mm-hmm they have season one has like this standout episode i think the episode is only 20 minutes long like when we first came on when we first played it we're like oh damn this is quick what the fuck is this the it's basically the day that they decide to do to do to go orders oh okay. and finally turn on like doordash oh, and every no. fucking thing goes, goes wrong. wrong i can only imagine <laughs> oh god everything goes wrong yeah and it's literally just the episode itself is is hard to watch because it's like the pace is so fast, mm-hmm. the energy, you feel the stress in the kitchen. Stress. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It's filmed so well because they really put you in the kitchen. So mm. when they go to commercial, me and Nate literally like, <sighs> like breathing <laughs> out. Because, like we're holding our breath the whole yeah, time. Yeah. And so they do a really good job of like replicating that stress. And it gives you honestly a lot of empathy and respect for food service workers mm-hmm. because they have to work under such pressure mm-hmm. and high pace mm-hmm. and often a chef that is fucking screaming at them mm-hmm. and they can't take it personally mm-hmm. and you kind of just have to get the job done. And it's, yeah, we, you know, Nate and I in between episodes, we talk about it and we just, you know, talks about that a lot. Just like the respects that, um, if you've never worked in food service, I worked in food service at a burger restaurant for like a couple of weeks in okay. Australia. Okay. Um, how, um, yeah, people think of that as like manual labor, lowly type of work, but like mm. these people have such a skill set to work under pressure like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're working in the ER. Yeah. Yes. To me, it kind of replicates that same type of pressure. Yeah. And you yeah. have to maintain your sanity you have to be calm you Mm -hmm. can't blow up because you have to get the job done Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. um so yeah season one kind of really brings you into the world season two i won't give away too much it um it's like a whole new adventure you get deeper into the characters um and there are two like knockout episodes that everyone talks about i think they both have like 9.8 ratings on imdb which is like that's like sopranos breaking bad type oh shit, shit. Like, okay <laughs> in terms of the rating um in one of the episodes it's a flashback where you see mikey the brother mm-hmm. um when he's alive and you get to go into their home on christmas and kind of just see the dysfunction of this family mm-hmm. which you kind of always know mm-hmm. because of the way carmy and sugar talk about the family you know the brother committed suicide mm-hmm. and you know you know he was struggling with stuff but now you get to go into their world and it's like it's such a beautiful episode it's hard to watch mm-hmm. because it's the same kind of like chaotic energy of the kitchen mm. um in their house mm-hmm. <laughs> on christmas mm-hmm. um but it gives you so much context to Carmi, to cousin to sugar like so many of the characters you learn so much about them just from that episode mm. um so that was the one standout and then there's a second standout episode that uh, gives you a lot of insight into Richie, the chaotic cousin's arc, mm-hmm. um, and also gives you really cool insight into the inner workings of a three-star Michelin restaurant mm. and how they conduct service. Mm. And Ooh. 
Ooh. It's wild. Girl, they whipping them in the back. Girl. They are Ooh. basically. <laughs> Literally. They are whipping them niggas in the back. It's crazy. Whipping them people in the back. Yeah. It's wild. It's, yeah. And just the, the, it's really fascinating. Just like the psychology of service mm-hmm. in general. Just mm-hmm. like the that level of service. Mm-hmm. Like high, fine diming. The anticipation of needs, the like invisible mm-hmm. and silent communication. Mm-hmm. Like you can never have anybody ask for anything. anything. You have to anticipate what they're going to ask for before they get it. Yep. You know, just the level of perfection that's demanded and created mm-hmm. and delivered. And it was just like really fascinating to watch. Like I, I, I could never do what these people do. No, like I would take all that home with me. Uh, <laughs> all of yeah. them home and then next thing you know I'll it would be separated. like it would be murder murder so it would be like really bad <laughs> murder, murder, so you can't yeah. be like it's screaming at me in french in the back you know what i mean for chopping chives you can't <laughs> right. be doing that i'm not right that. i can't be doing that no. i'm not built for it either yeah. uh-uh. and all i can answer back is yes chef yeah yes, yep chef. okay chef yeah. like yeah no i'm going off on somebody yeah um, but yeah, highly, highly recommend. It's a beautiful show in terms of like character character development. Um, it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's um, just great acting. Um, and yeah, really, I think Nate and I had really cool discussions on about grief and about like a relentless pursuit for your passion, mm. like the sacrifices that you, mm-hmm. um, all of us, no matter what it is mm-hmm. that you're pursuing, like the the sacrifices you make mm-hmm. to pursue the things you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And in this show, you're watching the restaurant world and the chef world. And it's, it's just really interesting. Mm. So uh, that's the mayor. Yeah. Not, well, we love a show about a restaurant, AKA from Vanderpump Rules. Over down to the chef. Yes. It's always yes. good. A restaurant staff is it's always, always interesting, especially the dating yeah. aspect of it is always fun. It's mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. such a um yeah, it's such a world. I worked at my uncle's restaurant twice um in very long stints. Once when I was twelve and once when I was twenty-seven, and it was mm. very similar experiences both times. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. Okay, yeah. let's check out learn, the bear. I'm sure you learn a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, so learn, you definitely got to check out the bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I think you'd enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So tell me, friend, what's happening in Drag Race? Oh my god. Okay. So or Drag Trixie Race and Katya, or whatever you were watching. <laughs> yeah. So Drag Race, um, season sixteen, episode two. So we meet the rest of the queens. Seven more we have. So we have a standout, and her name is Plain Jane, and she's already throwing shots at the love of my life, Katya, Katya. saying that she is the first authentically Russian whore queen. Oh, I remember seeing her in the preview. Yeah, mm-hmm. she Which came is... for Katya before she even got Painful. on the show. She was mm-hmm. coming for Katya mm-hmm. and saying mm-hmm. Katya is like appropriating or whatnot. Right? Yeah, whatever that's supposed mm-hmm. to be. Which I, you and I both know, right? That beef is very lucrative. If two people mm-hmm. participate in beef, it is always a money mm-hmm. maker. Oh, okay. Yeah, right? Yeah. We know this mm-hmm. mainly from hip hop, actually. We know this. And Katya is not biting. Katya is over it because Katya is already rich. <laughs> so Katya doesn't need to worry about what this little girl is saying about her. Also, in the talent show, which uh, Plain Jane did win the Maxi Challenge this week, 
Um, mm-hmm. She did something with big boobs that were extraordinarily similar to Jimbo's. So really? right, okay. yeah, very. So mm-hmm. right now, to me, mm-hmm. she's kind of looking like a hybrid of Katya and Jimbo in drag, and a hybrid of Katya and Rose out of drag. At no point am I like, oh, this is plain Jane standing by herself, which is mm-hmm. not good. So I don't think it's like yeah. do it's not landing how she's thinking it's landing. I don't think it's gonna land. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we have that. Yeah, girl. I want to see originality. You, you know, can have whiffs of other people, but you can't. You still got to stand on your own. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how honestly I feel about Dawn. I'm like, all right. You look oh, really? like Crystal Method like plus Trixie and like Willow Pill. I definitely see Willow for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious to see more of Dawn because yeah, she is more of a weird what they call like a weird queen or a campy queen she's campy campy and yeah hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social Mm. media just the over accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even gonna lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp dot com slash two b g one r. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to give her a chance though, but I definitely see the whiffs of others. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Then we have uh, Geneva Carr. I do not understand this name. I do not. If anybody understands this name, please tell me. Geneva Carr. Geneva Carr. Yeah. Okay. I'm not joking, bitch. Yeah, I don't know. She's from Mexico. Her outfit was ugly. Then we have Hershey LaCour Jeté, who is a, a Cornbread sister. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
um, and did a really great talent that Cornbread wrote. So it's going to be a great rap (laughs) when you watch it. Yeah, great rap song. Mm -hmm. Okay, nice. Yep, we have uh, Megami, who is a queen from Brooklyn, who is the cosplayer queen. Probably my most disappointed of the season so far. Her outfit on the runway, the runway category was reveal. She Mm -hmm. revealed absolutely nothing. (laughs) Not a thing, friend. Not one thing. Just came out in the outfit and was like crawling around. Very like queen of the damned. A little bit of, uh, what's this where you eat a turkey leg? Where you go? The Renaissance Fair? What's that Uh, called? uh, Oh, what is that? Damn. Medieval times. Medieval times. I was thinking Foreman Mills. Okay. Medieval times. (laughs) (laughs) She's like crawling through this thing and she's like, the reveal was my eyes and my hands. Nope. We're on Drag Race, mama. Oh my God. Are you serious? (laughs) I'm dead ass. She really thought that was going to fly? Yes. Does she do anything special to her face and her hands? (laughs) Like were her hands like- Attached to her eyes? No. Or anything crazy? Her head? No, with a bloody sock. Oh, no. no, that's crazy. Yeah, it was that's crazy. So wild. Oh my god. Um, then we have Maya Iman LePage, which I'll never remember. Mm-hmm. Howsomever, she yeah. is our only TikTok famous queen, and she is famous for her oh. flips and tricks. So we have a TikTok famous queen who is famous for physical stunts. So we love that. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Doing something. Doing not just something. Yeah. <laughs> just doing get readies with me. Or <laughs> Transitions. Yeah. Yes. Sugar and spice we're doing. Oh, yeah. terrible. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Terrible. <laughs> um, then we have Plasma, who's like a 50s queen. Uh, oh, cool. Lots of Judy Garland, lots of Barbara Streisand, lots mm-hmm. of like, her name, my baby, hello, my darling. Like, you know. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So that's cool, I guess. We'll still have to watch her. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, because that can get old real quick. Like. Old really really quick yeah yeah, yeah. but see. You so you're in a dance challenge or choreography challenge <laughs> break her down real quick yes <laughs> or you get like assigned something you get assigned beyonce for something Sign like something. what are you gonna do right like, you know what you gonna do yeah. yeah yeah so those are basically all all of the ladies i thoroughly enjoyed okay. it i think the combination of all of them is going to be so much more talent than last season I hate to say that as a straight woman, but like last season was rough. Wait, last season, who's this? Not um, Anitra. Anitra. It was only Anitra and uh, our queen, who's the winner. Oh my God. Oh. Sasha Colby. Sasha Colby. Yeah. It was only mm-hmm. them two. We had Marsha, 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 who didn't put on any makeup. We had mm, Lux Noir London, yeah. who didn't know how to dance. We had uh, Sugar and Spice, who didn't know how to do literally anything. Yeah, no, we- right. Struggle <laughs> City. Rough. We just, we really had just Sasha and, um, and Anitra. Oh my God. Who was in the end, though? It was Lux Noir London? Who was the other one? Lux Noir London. Oh, the big top girl. four. Yeah, it was a big girl. Oh, Mistress. 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 She was funny. She's a great host. She was funny. I can't wait to her see her on All Stars. Song was not a yeah, yeah. yeah. She mm. just she needed a little bit more. I don't know. I remember her name. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't a winner. She was not a star. Like she wasn't going to be the crown. Yeah, the crown yeah, no. yeah. She wasn't like mm-hmm. she just needs a little bit more. Like Ginger Minj and all the other plus size queens. Uh, mm. Sometimes uh, it sucks, but like. 
there's not as many clothes available for those queens, so they don't stand out the way that like Sasha mm. Colby's like butt ass naked and like literally butt fucking you know? naked. Yeah, <laughs> like, it sucks and, and it's eating at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I can't wait to okay. see Mistress on All Stars. I can't wait to see Mistress host the pit stop. I can't wait for all of that for Mistress. Yeah, Mistress hilarious. Yeah, needs yeah. to be hosting yes. for sure. Could yeah. read people down. So funny. Yes, yeah. yes. So funny. So yeah. funny. Yeah. But yeah, but besides that, last year's cast was really tough. I, the fact that Lux and I love my East Orange Queen, yes, but the fact same. that Lux made it to the top four is like. <laughs> what's happening here yeah not great yeah you're right right. yeah so that was that was drag race i highly recommend everybody watch it was it was a great episode that's the best best time yeah Yeah. and we cannot stress enough if you're like going through it oh my god something like just so light (laughs) and entertaining Mm -hmm. and funny and you know literally the 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 definition of like rainbows and sunshines and butterflies and yeah. <laughs> like it is that in a show yeah. that is drag race yeah. just jump in yes. any season whatever oh my yeah. god yes i forgot to talk about that awful talent now that you said that because i thought about the oh, the flag that went up we had an unironed unsteamed straight out the amazon package rainbow flag out of the same one who oh. did the eyes the same queen who did the eyes like oh, this. Oh no! Girl. The laziness. I from That's a cosmic crazy. play queen. From a queen who like makes all of her own shit and dresses up as a superhero. She makes her stuff. I think so. Oh no! I think she is. I think she is a tailor, a seamstress. I know. I know. Terrible. So. Yeah, you get to judge people off of nothing in your pajamas. Yeah. I've never done no damn <laughs> drag. Judge. Here I am, like, mirage. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. Oh, that's yeah. the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. Yeah, I got to catch up. Got to figure out mm-hmm. watching that. Um, okay. I will close this out, right? Yes. With, uh, the Holdovers, which is say like a sleeper a sleeper hit of mm. award season it's like on the low mm-hmm. just like snatching up awards like low-key uh, yes i've been right? seeing divine and i'm like oh what were you in this can't be for the idol <laughs> yeah so no oh god <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean she's booking shit after the idol fuck <laughs> no. oh, my goodness horrible i would like questions i would question the actress or actor's judgment on going on the fucking idol if I'm like I mean, sitting and casting, I'm like, oh, what have you been on lately? And they're like rattling off. It's just the idol. I'm like, I would watch it okay. because to me, Divine was the standout in the idol. I thought yeah, she, she did actually, what she could with that role. She was for like, sure. yeah, she did what she could. She got to HBO, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, it's like kind mm-hmm. of like a stepping stone for yeah. her, but like. And there's but so many roles for black women. There's but so many roles. Yeah, so. plus size black women, all that. And I think plus even Lily Rose Depp. I get she, it. She killed it in that role. She was very she good. She did. She did. The I'm rest still, of y'all I have a little mental note in the back though. <laughs> Side yeah, eye. Rest of Side iron. The heck, that show was a mess. <laughs> um, but anyways, the holdover, great movie. It's made by Alexander Payne, who did. I don't know if you've seen the movie Election. It's back in the nineties. It's with Reese Witherspoon, Matthew Broderick, who's Ferris Bueller, if y'all don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. People love to say Legally Blonde is like Reese Witherspoon. That's their movie. I think the movie Election, that movie, she fucking really? <laughs> crushes. 
Yes. Oh, my gosh. She plays this iconic, literally iconic character named Tracy Flick. The mm-hmm. whole movie revolves around a student body election at a high school. Oh. And it the movie is like a parody or like a, it's like a satire of politics, about high school. It's, um, you know, all of that in one. It's a comedy. And she plays Tracy Flick, who's like the overachieving overambitious uh-huh. like the girl regina running george, for president right yeah of it N- all. N- regina george of like the nerds like oh okay <laughs> not of okay. like cool yeah. mm-hmm. super smart super driven she just knows she's gonna win soon about the election she's been putting up her posters all week long and da, 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 and then she gets like literally becomes like watergate and <laughs> she's like the antagonist what? of it it's so good literally like these kids become obsessed with this election and these results and just the adventure behind the scenes of like rigging this fucking election but she her character is just so fucking funny and she Mm -hmm. crushes so i think of her for election um even before legally blonde which we already know she like ate up Mm-hmm. but anyways i say all that to say it's the same filmmaker that made election makes mm-hmm. the holdovers so mm-hmm. just already off rip or son off great um but yeah the holdovers is set in the early 70s i think 1970 mm-hmm. and what's really cool about the movie is it's filmed whatever cameras they use they create this feel of a uh you you feel like you're watching like a high school um a high school coming of age movie from like the 80s or the 70s oh okay not from the acting and the whatever literally how the how the movie is filmed okay i, I don't know how to describe it if you even watch the trailer you can kind of see what i'm saying but okay. um so it just has this real nostalgic feel and um just from the look of it, it just makes you feel like oh i'm watching like you know breakfast at uh, what you, not this, uh 16, 16 candles, candles. yeah yeah or like breakfast club like it gives you that kind of yeah. vibe which i love those movies so if you're into that you would love this okay <clears throat> so paul giamatti very famous actor he stars as a classics teacher so he teaches like greek and roman whatever whatever mm. um at a new england boarding school it's a catholic school all boys and it's boarding and he's the classics teacher he's like super strict um he's like that you know there's always that one teacher but he fucking hates because he's like failing everybody because he just takes his job so fucking seriously mm-hmm. um and so the movie takes place during holiday break mm-hmm. where he is forced to chaperone uh, a group of five students known as the holdovers which are any student who doesn't have somewhere to go during christmas break they have to oh, stay on campus oh that's what they call them they call them the whole behind the They're like scenes? holding over, oh, holding over until the new year. Yeah. I know, so sad. That's so sad. Oh man. I know. So every year, this like one teacher has to do this job of like staying back, and then like everyone tries to avoid it, but he gets assigned it this year. Um, and even just the group of students, it's like this ragtag group of students. There's like this Asian kid. He's like the international student. His parents don't want to fly him home because he's like too mm. young to go by himself. Mm-hmm. They have this Mormon kid whose parents are literally on missionary in Nicaragua. Oh, so he God. has to stay. Oh, my <laughs> and God. And he's so cute. Oh. <laughs> he's so precious. And they have um, this one kid who's like a fucking dick and his parents gave him some bullshit lie that is clearly a lie. Like they don't want oh. him to come home. <laughs> I know <laughs> he's like such a dick, but you also like, damn, that sucked. That, yeah, like, that's probably why you're a dick. Me. Yeah, because your parents hate yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and then they have this one kid who um uh he plays he's a football player but he's like growing out his hair kind of like hippie or whatever and his oh. dad won't let him come home if until he cuts his hair so he's like oh protest. my god like, he's not because <laughs> my remember this is oh, yeah, 1970 so it's in the middle okay. of vietnam war yeah. yeah so he's kind of just like making his claim um and then the last kid who's the one of the main characters his name is angus he um his mom last minute tells him she's not picking him up she just got remarried she has a new husband and they're going on their honeymoon so sorry you have to stay which is just so heartbreaking you really feel for these kids because that sucks everybody's going off on vacation and you're here (laughs) because your parents couldn't figure something the fuck out yeah yeah because your second priority it seems like second class citizen Mm -hmm. that feeling of of, yeah being that oh that's so devastating exactly yeah so, so yeah, it's Paul Giamatti, these five kids, and then also on campus is Mary, who's the cafeteria lady, um, Divine okay. uh, Joy Randolph, her character. Um, she uh, recently lost her son. So her son is an alum of the school. Oh. So she's been working here as the cafeteria lady for oh, years. Wow. You know, her son got to get, you know, got to come to the school. So, you know, kind of signify like the sacrifices she's made for him to be able to attend a school like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was recently killed in Vietnam War. So. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So she's grieving and trying to, you know, you know think of her it's it's the holiday time so it's like yeah. she's in her own little you know funk yeah yeah sucks um so yeah so you have paul giamatti he's like the hard-ass teacher he you know is trying to teach these privileged assholes a lesson he <laughs> very much makes it known he like fucking hates the, like he likes these kids but he oh, hates them kid. at the same time they're privileged yeah. he's trying to make a lesson out of everything oh, but of yeah, course yeah. they also end up teaching him a lesson as well of course, yeah. you know you get to learn his backstory as to like why he's a teacher there, mm-hmm. um, like why he's such a hard ass. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really interesting because he, so Nate went to boarding school. Mm. I, don't know if I mentioned this on the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate went to boarding school for high school. He also, he recently went back last week yeah. to lead like a workshop with the kids on self-development and wellness, which is, you know, something Nate is very passionate about. Uh-huh. Um, and he stayed with one of his friends who he went to school with. Mm-hmm. They were in the same grade and he works there now, him and his wife. Um, wow. He's a coach and a teacher, and she's a. I don't think she works there anymore, but she she used to. Okay. Um. So when he comes back, I'm always like fascinated. Like, tell me about their life. Like, what's you know? Because they're living in the middle of like basically nowhere. <laughs> their mm. whole life is this school. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's such a lifestyle to, um, live in this bubble mm-hmm. where your job and your work and your home and everything is all wrapped the in same. one. Yeah. And so, yeah um and they i mean there's perks to it they get free room and boarding they get mm-hmm. you know all kind of stuff but they also are on like dorm duty they also have to live where they work mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. you know so much so the movie's interesting because you see paul giamatti he's like the single man living seemingly living no ambitions of boarding school <laughs> yeah living at a catholic boarding school that he's been teaching for like 45 years yeah. and it's just interesting like who that guy is like why why did he make this life choice what is this Mm -hmm. um and then obviously you get a lot of background into angus's the kid's story as well Mm -hmm. um but Mm -hmm. yeah beautiful movie like i love the setting you're in this like sleepy new england kind of Mm -hmm. like town and you know they do a really good job of really capturing the emptiness of the of the campus Mm -hmm. which makes you feel 
even sadder mm-hmm. <laughs> for the kids and yeah. not even just the kids for divine's character for even paul yeah, giamatti who seems definitely. to be fine with it all but like this place is empty mm-hmm. it's the holidays you're supposed to be with family mm-hmm. like what is this um but yeah great music great acting great oh. story mm-hmm. just very nostalgic um it's it's a movie that was made in 2023 but you as you're watching you like are so convinced this is like a movie from the 70s. <laughs> yeah it just did such a good job mm. and the last thing i'll say divine she plays this you know grieving mother but what i love they did with her character they didn't make her overly sad and because mm-hmm. i also don't want to see that either i don't want to see this old black lady Absolutely playing the sad not. No. Okay. Uh-uh. yeah uh-uh. and they don't do that and i think they kind of cover grief in an interesting way and mm-hmm. like the subtleties of grief mm-hmm. like they have this very small moment she goes to visit her sister in boston this this takes place in massachusetts she goes to visit her sister in boston and um they just show this moment her and her sister hugging Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there just like bowling. Mm-hmm. And it's not even a whole thing. There's not this wailings, whatever. It's just the simple hug. And mm-hmm. that one hug just held so much. Mm-hmm. And they I think they really covered grief in a in a in a very subtle way that doesn't make her character seem like pathetic. Sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Sorry or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know it's one of my favorite movies that also did that. And I think Viola Davis mm-hmm. won an Oscar. I think. Oh. Or, or a Golden Globe, at least, for Doubt. Oh, Doubt, yes, yes, She yes. talked for, like, 12 seconds in that movie and was nominated mm-hmm. for every supporting actor. All kinds film. of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she mm-hmm. was not, and she was had a son who was being abused, but she was not pathetic at all in that film. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's a way mm-hmm. to do that. There's, like, a really special way to do that. There's black people in the room, <laughs> you know? Yeah, when they yeah, do that yeah. for a character, yeah, right, and to make sure we're capturing this in a sensitive way that isn't going to be like feel stereotypical in any way, right. or feel irresponsible, or just like a rush job. Yeah. Let's do this appropriately. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I commend this film for doing that because oh. I I enjoyed her character huh. and her story arc for sure. Huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's the holdovers. We watched it on I wanna say Amazon Prime. Amazon's been trying to get everybody. They got football, they got all these award winning movies, they're trying to get us all sucked in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or no, I think it was Peacock. Oh Peacock. Oh. Interesting. Oh. Is it Peacock or Amazon Prime? Whatever. Okay. You know find it. Yeah. Um but yeah, if you're looking for just a good quality solid movie mm-hmm. that'll have you in the feels and make you laugh, it's a good one to check mm. out the holdover. Um, all right, friends. Yeah, I think that's, that's it, it, right? Yeah, that's it. Nice. Well, rate, review, subscribe, everybody. All that. Join yep. us on Patreon mm-hmm. if you want to get some ad-free episodes, video reaction content, all that good stuff. Join our community, Patreon.com/slash number two black girls number one rose. Mm-hmm. Find us on Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff, and we'll be back next week. Sure will. Bye, guys. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.